How do you know when time's up? Or when it's that moment when two people need to go their separate ways? This is the Lucy Beatrix Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. On my show, I talk about all kinds of stuff from my past life as a fashion model to my life now as a competitive athlete. But today's episode isn't about running or my days in front of the camera. Instead, I'm going to be talking about relationships. So stay tuned for a show about breakups. Do you remember what your first real breakup was like? Maybe you've made it this far unscathed, but I certainly know how hard it can be for things to go south, drag on, and ultimately explode. I've been through a lot of bad breakups. And while they aren't fun, I think they ultimately have made me stronger and helped me see what I want out of a potential partner someday. I have a lot of theories about breakups and since I've been through all different kinds, some ending positively and some ending negatively, or rather I've managed to maintain friendships with some of the people that I dated, some people I've never spoken to again, but more often than not, I've learned a lot of how to navigate them and come back stronger, so that's what I'm going to be sharing with you guys today on this episode about breakups. And I figured it's the perfect timing because it's almost Valentine's Day and you're either um, shacked up with someone and get to celebrate the holiday with your significant other or you're like me and it's a time for reflection about what you're looking for and maybe setting intentions of what that perfect partner could look like someday. (laughs) That's at least how I'm thinking about it. But so while breakups aren't fun, I think that each time I've ever had a breakup, something beautiful has blossomed from it or I've used that energy for good. And whether that's getting faster because I have more time to focus on my craft as a runner or writing some really uh, um, good songs that have been heavily inspired by bad breakups in the spirit of Taylor Swift or... I don't know, just reading more and consuming more art because I have that downtime and need a way to channel and funnel my emotions. So honestly, breakups aren't all that bad if you can somehow take that pain and make it useful or use it for good. And I know that not too long ago, I went through a little breakup. It was somebody I'd only been dating for a few months But that night um, after he left, you know, in a dramatic way, I stayed up the entire night writing a song. And by the morning, um, I went straight to the gym on no sleep and was listening to the song that I made. And I was like, you know what? That wasn't so bad. Like it it kind of fueled this creative spark. And I'm not saying I want to go through a breakup every time I, you know, want to find inspiration. But it did it did show that you can channel and use the energy for good, not evil. And in a weird way, it gave it closure. And so, yeah, I think about whenever I've seen relationships unfold with my friends, I try to give them the advice that I try to follow myself or stuff that I try to I try to go by in my own life. Um, but that's easier said than done, as you all know. Um, one of those examples of, for me, with a with knowing whether or not to break up with someone. Say you're dating someone for a few months 
or even a few years, or heck, maybe you're even married, there's this feeling of once you know that it's not working out, you can't unknow that. And what I mean by that is if you know deep down this is not your person and that you're just kind of putting off an inevitable end, that's just wasting time. And I'm of the mindset that it's better just pull the Band-Aid off and get it over with sooner than later. And um, an example of this would be my own marriage, which, you know, kind of a touchy subject because I wasn't married for very long. This is a couple years ago. And once I knew that I wasn't right for this person and I wasn't meant to be their wife, we got a divorce and we had to kind of, we moved pretty quickly with that. Like once we knew that wasn't going to be the path we were on, we pulled the plug and that's because we want, we wanted to get a, um, get on with our lives and find the right person, make room for finding the right person. So if you look at the person that you're with, whether you live together or you're sitting across the table with them at dinner and you just know that you don't want to be with them, but you're for some reason you're putting it off, that is a sign that you need to just pull the band-aid. In my opinion, I don't think that it's, you know, unless it's something that you really truly think you can work on, there's a gut feeling there that I think is important to follow. Um, because with relationships with the initial spark, I think that also starts with this nebulous gut feeling of like when you like someone. So when you suddenly don't like someone, I think you kind of have to go with your gut on that. So some ways to know whether or not that feeling is valid of like not wanting to be with someone or maybe that there is a breakup on, on the horizon is whether or not you can see long-term plans. And for me, that's like, you know, anything from six months from now or a year or a couple years ahead, if that person fits into that plan. It's tricky because when you start to think about where you want to be in your career or even just like the holidays or whatever might be coming up in the, you know, long-term and short-term future, If you don't see that person by your side, what are you doing right now? At least that's kind of how I feel. And I think that if you, even if you're thinking ahead, like a Valentine's Day away, which is a few weeks away, or um, whatever holiday is coming up, if you're thinking, I don't really want to spend it with that person, that's a pretty good sign. At least that's something that I noticed where I was with, I've been with a few people and I knew Christmas was coming up. And I just didn't want to spend Christmas with that person. And so I was like, okay, this is a good sign that we might not be right for each other. (laughs) But, you know, to each his own. That's just something that I go off of. Um, But then the next thing that's kind of important to me is, is it most of the time fun to be with this person? And that seems very basic, but is more often than not... um, it exciting and fun to spend quality quality downtime with the person that you're with. And I'm saying, you know, uh, more than 50% of the time you guys are together, is it positive? Do you leave that situation or go to bed at night with a smile on your face or reflect on your time together as generally happy? 
And I think this is an interesting question because I've been known to romanticize relationships once they're over. Like say a relationship ended and I look back and I'm like, oh, well, it was perfect. We were always so happy when that's not true. In the moment we were fighting a lot or like little things started to add up and like, you know, it just wasn't actually that happy. It was very stressful. I think it's important to no- notice that stuff in the moment. And I, I've i definitely been there where more often than not, I have a frown on my face or I'm scowling and I'm seeing myself, my own reflection in the mirror. And it's because I'm stressed out and being bogged down by the relationship. And I think that that's really important because if most of the time isn't positive, that's a sign because this is this is like your life and this is what you're putting your energy into. And I was dating someone a couple years ago who it started to kind of go south like that. It started to just be sad like a lot of the time or just stressful. And that's when there was this this divide started where the things that I was excited about I kind of kept for my partner because I didn't want them to bring it down or put it down or make me feel bad about it or stupid or whatever and I think that was the beginning of the end and I kind of knew it and I would bring it up and say I think that this is a sign that maybe we're not supposed to be together because I'd be afraid to tell them about something positive that happened to me because I didn't want them to bring it down and so yeah I think that that that's that's a huge 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 indicator that it's time for a breakup but anyway The other thing that, like, speaking of this fun, exciting thing that you get if you're with the right person is our basic domestic things like eating dinner or doing laundry or going to the store. Um, Are they they, uh, adventurous or, like, do you you make, as a team, do you make things that are seemingly domestic more exciting? And I know that for me – in relationships that I've been in, I have had that with like the right people in the right time. And the second that it started to not feel that way or things kind of dulled out, that was a sign that things were not lasting or that like it wasn't going to be the forever person. And I don't, I'm not saying that things have to be perfect and exciting all the time because that's unrealistic. But this idea that more often than not, there's like a, there's a, spark underneath the things that you're doing together because you're doing it together because you are this team because you have this connection that's somewhat magical and at least I think instead of just looking at it from the negative of these are the reasons to why to break up if you look at it like oh well if you don't have this underlying excitement then maybe this isn't the right person for you and it's time to find the person that's going to make you feel that way Um, But that's scary because a lot of people don't want to just be alone or go into the unknown of not having someone. They'd rather just be kind of like stagnant with the wrong person and that just wastes time. But so that also leads to asking yourself the question if you're contemplating breaking up, what are you building towards? What are you both working on together that is going in the same direction? Are you headed towards marriage? That might not be the end-all be-all for most people, but are you trying to maybe have a family someday? Are you both working on a project together? Are you both just happy focusing on your careers simultaneously, you know, 
whether they're going in different directions or not, but like just having a similar shared focus on your path. These are questions that I ask myself of, can I build with this person? Or are they cool and excited with what I'm building towards? Because I've definitely dated people where they, we were on the same page. Like I dated a guy and I had told him that I was either excited about a race. Well, I'll think of a different, I think of a different couple of situations of this where actually I was excited for an upcoming race and either they weren't excited and they were just kind of like, okay, get over it. Can't wait for this to be over because they seemed like it, it just was like a stressful thing for them because it just was like this extra thing that I was focusing all my attention on. Or they didn't um, support me when I didn't want to do a race. So there was someone I was dating and I didn't want to run. I don't know what race it was, but there was a race I, I just said, I don't really want to go after that. Didn't even want to like start training for it because it was just not a race that spoke to me. And they got really upset and they were like, well, I think you should do it. And you know, I was like, oh, like we're not on the same page with this. So really you have to be on the same page about what you're building towards whether that's your own thing or something together, because that's huge, at least for me. So the second these kinds of people like weren't on the same page with what I was building towards, it was time for a breakup. But the other really huge glaring thing that shouldn't even be said is if they disrespect you or if they're just mean. And (laughs) this should be pretty obvious, but honestly, I've dealt with this a lot where I've dated people who were just mean to me. And by by that, I mean, called me names or told me I was a loser or told me that, you know, nobody likes you and stuff like that. And I, I think that it's interesting how like that's kind of like it should be so obvious you don't do that within a relationship. But I think sometimes people get comfortable inside of a relationship when they think they've caught someone like, OK, I'm with you now. We're a thing. We're committed. And then they start to put you down and like think that they can because it's hard to go through a breakup. So they think like, okay, now you'll just take me saying these things to you or doing these things towards you. And I don't stand for that. I that's always like been like my biggest red flag of like when I know it's time to break up is the second someone calls me a name or, you know, even if it's like. I don't know, not not if it's joking, obviously, but if it's like a real, like someone just calls me something that's hurtful, I kind of go back to like thinking about my dad who's not alive anymore and what he would say. And he would not stand for that. My dad would never have let a man or anyone call me a name. He'd be like, yo, you're, you're too good for that. <laughs> so I kind of go by that. And um, yeah, I'll never forget, even just in the past year, I'm pretty open about my addiction stuff and like, you know, in recovery and stuff. And I try really hard to stay on top of it. And somebody I was dating seemingly was on the same page with it. But then they one night they got mad at me about something. I don't even remember what they were mad at me about. I think I was just like kind of in my own world. I guess I was a little absent that day from texting and stuff. And then one thing led to the next and we got in this fight. And then they just like screamed at me that I was an addict. They're like, well, you're an addict. And I was like, whoa, that is a hurtful word to call someone, even if it's true. Like, yes, I'm in recovery. Like, I work really hard on my recovery. And that name calling example was like a big sign to me that it was time to be done. And they tried to apologize. But I just once I knew that they were capable of calling me a name like that, kind of soon in the relationship, I was like, okay. 
this is not a good sign. And I couldn't trust them anymore because I felt like I couldn't even open up about the recovery stuff once someone like sees me in that way. So yeah, name calling, disrespect, like that's a big reason to break up. And there's that's that's just standing up for yourself and giving yourself the worth to know you're not. You don't need to settle for something that's not going to uplift you long term. It just leeches from your energy and makes you less of a illuminated person for everyday life. And I know for me, like when I've been in these relationships that I knew were going south, I'm not the nicest person to be around at work or wherever I am because this like leeches energy from you and just makes you less, I don't know, like less caring and giving in other ways. It is, um, it's soul sucking in a way to be in a relationship that's going nowhere. So I think some of these things, like it, it's, it's more you're doing yourself a service by ending it before it gets even worse. Because when they drag on and it just becomes more, you become more entangled with the wrong partner, it's even harder to untangle that. But lastly, on this list I have about when you know it's time to break up, you have to ask yourself. Do you have eyes for someone else or do you find yourself looking at other people in the coffee shop or, you know, wherever you are at work? Do you feel this, these sparks towards other people that are not your partner? And I think that's really important because if you do, that's a sign that you're not getting what you need. And I have definitely felt this where maybe the person I'm with they're just not respecting me or it just isn't right or whatever and there's no chemistry and or you know the chemistry has died out and starting to see other people in a new way and go oh wow they seem a little bit attractive to me someone else and that's a sign that it's time to end the thing you're with it's the thing you're in or you know finish it with the person you're with and it's not easy. It's easier said than done because, I mean, the breakups itself is just sometimes it just, if, especially if you're living together or if you're married or if there's any kind of long-term established thing, it is so hard to then have to explain to the friends, explain to the family, explain to people, even if they think there's that person's a good person. It's like this whole thing where you don't want to have to go undo everything, but it's better to do it sooner than later. And for me, I've been through enough to know that once you pull that Band-Aid off and people know you broke up and there's no going back, people get over it. And they move on with their lives. No one cares. So it's just a freedom that you get when you can actually start new and find the right person or just be cool with being yourself and being with yourself and single, which is something I need to work on because I'm not good at being single. But um, yeah. That's kind of how I feel about it. So hopefully, if you're sitting there wondering if you should break up with your person because you're starting to feel these little hints of wonderment of like what what's out there, um, maybe I gave you some clues that can help you push towards maybe finding the right person or maybe it means you do want to be with the person you're with and it's not worth you know, you, you do feel like that's the person that you want to work with things out with. So either way, it's good to know. And so hopefully I helped you one way or the other. And yeah, that's what I have to say today. So thanks for tuning in. Until next time, just be fast. Just win.